Triple M footy lives on listener. Thanks to McDonald's and Ream Hot Water. Triple M footy lives on listener. Replays, interviews, and the only place to catch every Triple M footy call. Oh, wow. Sunday. So often the day after the night before. A day to lay low, relax, keep out of harm's way. But not here. Oh. Rugby League's biggest names get busy right now. Prosper, Australia's number one lender to small business. This is Triple M's Sunday Sinbin. Ah, oh, Triple M Sunday Sinbin, all thanks to Prosper. Round 21 up and about. Ben Dobbin, James Graham, Gordon Tallis, James Hooper. A very, very big show for you ahead of what will be a cracking game out at Penrith. Panthers taking on the dogs, the other game Sharks Manly. Let's recap the obviously the weekend and yesterday Roosters too good for the Titans 36 points to 18. Knights in a massive upset, 26 points to 18. The Cowboys they are really red hot at the moment. We will talk to Todd Payton today. Cowboys 24, Eels 16. In the NRLW the Titans 16, the Cowboys 6. So they started with a win. The reigning premiers, the Knights too good for the Dragons, 32 points to 16 and Millie Boyle's Roosters 30 36 points to 18. There was a send-off. We will have a little chat to that a bit later. Uh, Gordon Tallis, good afternoon, my friend. Good afternoon, Dobbo. What a great weekend of footy mixed in with the men and the women. It was a uh... Uh, it was an entertaining weekend. I liked it. Yeah, James Graham. A bit good... aggressive in the girls' yeah, game, we'll, eh? we'll talk to that. Jammer, good afternoon, mate. How are you, brother? Uh, a little bit nervous, Ben. Oh, well, you should be because, I mean... Yeah. Why is that, mate? Why was that, Jam? A little bit nervous because... Ben Dobbin, I can read you like a book, and um, not a very good book at that. <laughs> no. Hang on. It's one of those soft ones what the kids have that put in their well, mouth. Well, hang yeah. on. Just, can the, you just, now, while you're there, the, because the, you, the, you're, the, you're such the a... Sto- me- the sto- the storyline with you is about as interesting as Spot the Dog. Um, <laughs> oh, hold on. I read you, that you, to Billy this morning. Just make your microphone yeah, a little bit you, closer uh, to your mouth, please, if you can. Sorry, so, yes, you, thank you. You, you certainly uh, wouldn't be a Bravo to zero by... Uh, Andy McNabb, which actually oh, uh, Im- improves with every read, Ben. Well, just hang you on are, because you, you are a g- walking advertisement, and I know what I think. I know what your game is, and uh, yeah, I um, I'm just gonna. Yeah. And you got no answers. And, so. and see, see where this goes, my friend. Well, we, see where this goes. We will goes. bring up your week because it has been entertaining. And can I just congratulate you on returning to Fox Sports, James Hooper? Good afternoon. Uh, no, James Hooper. Now, what? this is where I have been, and you and rang me again on Friday about trying to <laughs> trying to get this team ready for Las Vegas. Now, James Hooper has not turned up the work. He is running he's late. He's he, he, and now he's missed. He's running late. Now, this is where we are at. Gemma and Gordy, were if you we in do me- get to Vegas, Ewan, it'll be like herd and cats. Well, James, how many to- this is now our 21st week this year. Mm-hmm. We start at 12 o'clock. It hasn't changed every no, week. No, it hasn't. Every week. And is James Hooper present? Oh, no, sorry. No. It did change for us through Daylight Savings. <laughs> it's for us. <laughs> We're a bit backwards. But well, no, you, James know, you, know what, you know what, Dobber? I consider Hoops one of my friends. And like my suggestion uh, before we went on to air, I said we should have looked after him and maybe like you know, had a bit of deception to our listeners, say something's wrong with his mic or whatever it may be, but no, you've completely thrown him under the bus. So, uh, <laughs> oh, you, know, you know your, you know your mates are, don't you? That is you not, know who that is not you know how this plays out. 
that that is not how this played out, you idiot. Uh, and- well, how has it played out? You've completely thrown your friend and colleague under the bus. You know, we all have there's reasons for being late. You know, but like, you know, traffic, whatever it may be, crisis. You know, maybe mm. Hoops is working on a scoop. There's you a bit never of know. At the drive-through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what I'd like, I'd, you know what I'd do? I'd, I, you know, if one of my mates was running late for his work, I'd look after him and I'd paint the picture to the listeners that everything is all technical. The listeners would buy it, but now, oh, I'm Dobbo, I'm going to show off to you. And oh, I'd, no, I'd never be late. Oh, Pathetic, Ben. Pathetic. Uh, James, be careful which bear you poke today, my friend, because. Well, We've got more bullets loaded, ready to fire at you than you have for us, mate. So be very, very careful. Let's talk honestly. Hoops is not here. He was away with his family. He's running late because he didn't time it. And to make matters worse, he hasn't got a pass to get into the building. So one of the techs is going to be there. So if we see him by 12.30, we'll be happy. But no doubt when he gets here, he will add something to the show. Let's get into it, guys. Um, I'm going to start with the Cowboys and the Eels. Um, it it was a big game, and it was an important game. 24 points to 16. Uh, the Cowboys <coughs> defeated the Eels. How hard is it now for the Eels to make the top eight? That's the question marks that are going to be asked because the, the, it, 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 there's no two ways about it. The, the, it becomes more impossible. This race for that one spot. Well, they got a bye. Yep. I think they play, what, Melbourne, Brisbane, and Penrith, and I think they got the Dragons and somebody else in between, but they've got a bye, so... How many of those the, do you the, think the, that they're the, guaranteed to win? The, their buy is not until um, round the last twenty-seven. Round. <clears throat> so, yeah, yeah they, they play Penrith round twenty-six. It's a it's a tough draw for the Eels. Tough draw, really, really tough draw. And you know they they play Melbourne next week in Melbourne. And, yep. You know there's, there's probably not a, there's probably a not a wa- there's not a worse time to play the Storm, is there? And, well, know, this is going to get to it a bit later. Bellamy was he, he's put. He's put it out there that that was not acceptable. So I'm um, expecting yeah. a response from them. Um, look, the pathway to finals, it's, it's not easy for any team, but for, for the Eels, I think they're, uh, they're in competition with South Sydney uh, and perhaps the Sharks for that last spot in, in the eight. I think that all the others are, are nailed on. So, um, yeah, so they, need, they need to somehow, uh, from their remaining um, five fixtures, um, six rounds including the bye, I think they need at least three wins, which going to be a tough ask. So they play Melbourne next week, then they take on the Dragons. You'd expect they'd win that. They take on the Broncos at the Gabba on a Friday night, then the Roosters who showed they look like they're kicking back into gear, then the Panthers, and then they have that bye. So that that is the, the, the tale for everybody. So you think they've got to win three, James, plus the bye to make the eight? Um, yeah. I, I don't think they can do it. And and I, and I know I said a long time ago, put a line through them. Um, and then I also backpedaled on that. But off the back of that, if they don't, other teams are going to have to fall over. Well, if they don't get to three wins, then it's... The, 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 like I've said previously, you need 13 wins to get to, to guarantee finals. And I think with the way the competition's... Working out, if you're on a 12 and 12 record, 12 wins, 12 losses, I think you miss out this season, uh, like the Dragons did last season. So you need 13 wins, so they need three from five. And uh, with with the remaining fixtures, um, you know, without Brown, without Campbell Gillard for another couple of weeks as well. Um, look, Mitchell Moses and Gutherson, uh, they won't stop trying, they won't stop competing. 
but I, I just I, I just can't see how they do it with their remaining fixtures. So the game with the uh, the with the game that happened last night. Let's just talk about it. The charge sheets come out, and I want to talk about the Cowboys in a minute. But Val Holmes, um, this is in this was a big shot at second offence. He cops eighteen hundred dollars um, fine. So. <clears throat> I, there were some question marks around it. I couldn't believe that there was a sin bidding on it. I, 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 I couldn't believe that, um, you, you know, like I, I couldn't believe there was even a penalty for it. It looked like a good, but there it was, was contact. Shot. There was, was contact a- to the head, but it wasn't deliberate and it wasn't intentional. And in a lot of ways, Mitchell, when he goes with the ball, he just leaps a fraction. Yeah. So it, it, it's deceptive. <clears throat> Did they get this right at 18, second offence, 1800 bucks. Yeah, I think they did get it right. I, I I would hate to see Val miss a game out of that. I thought he raced out of line. He had to make a play. He's trying to shut down Mitchell Moses' time and space. And I thought his first bit of contact was probably with the peck and the force of the tackle, Moses' head comes comes forward and makes it. But you do make contact with the head. You know what I mean? Like if it's... You know, if he bends his back a little bit more and he hits him, is that a shoulder charge or whatever? It's it's sort of a little bit grey now with this tackle, but uh, I'm glad. I thought the sin binning was a little bit harsh, and when he did get the sin bin, I thought, well, it, if the impact is is that dangerous, well, then someone's got to go off for a HIH or HIA. Yeah, yeah, That's we saw thing. that in the in the Dragons v Tigers game with uh, yes. one of the Fiona brothers that that jammed in on. Jerome Bula, um, you know, Bula was laying down. In my opinion, he he milked the penalty. He, milked he looked towards he looked towards the referee. Yes. He should have been gone for a, for a HIA from the fact that he stayed down. I was blown up to looks in the commentary for that. But yeah, he put his head the, down on the line, then he moved yeah. it and put it over a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's th- that is the type of tackle that now. Um, I think the NRL are, are really trying to, to stamp it out the game that that open in aggressive um, shut down play that the you know the centres and the wingers um, will often do when when a shift play is on, especially with with players out the back and they're feeling that that pressure, they're feeling like they can you know their, their line is um, is under threat. So uh, I don't know. Look, Val Holmes, he, he he got it slightly wrong, and I think now it's... Do you think he did get it wrong? Well, here's here's where it is, Gordy. It's like so. One of these the 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 buzz phrases at the moment is is duty of care. So as a defender, you got yep. the the duty of care, and you can you know I heard Chad's argue or uh, Chad Townsend argue uh, really well that it was the whiplash effect that caused the head contact. But I, I think agree. what what, what and, he, and he's right. But that said, I think what the NRL are trying to do is say to the defenders that that you've got to factor that in. You've got to factor that in that your contact, if his initial head comes contact, in any contact with you, he, you're tackling too high. You've got that du- that yep. duty of yep. care. So, yeah. look, I, I mean, you take me back to when I was playing. I'd probably be blown up deluxe about this, thinking this isn't the game I want to play. <laughs> the bent but finger would have you know, come out. I, I I understand now why there is a, a need to do this, and I just think the the NRL like like they did with the shoulder charge. They wanted to de-incentivize it and and stamp it out the game through through you know um, suspension and, and fines and whatnot. And I think we'll see that same sort of tackle uh, really sort of disappear out the game where the the outside defenders come charging into that sweep runner. Um, because it is, we see it go wrong so many times, and it causes yep. so much, so much drama and uh, so much head contact that I think the NRL just won't want rid of it. 
Where do we see the Cowboys? Um, I mean, they are – I mean, at the start of the season, there was a lot of question marks, and we all know what happened that fateful night um, when the West Tigers put the, put the cleaners through them. But from there, we've seen a different team. We've seen resilience that we haven't seen, and their stars are starting to play. James Graham, I mean, they are well and truly etched in the eight now. They have a bye in hand. Um, they've got some really important clashes home. They've still got to take on the Titans. They've still got to take on the Dolphins. They've still got to take on the Broncos. So they've got derbies um, the whole way, like all Queensland teams, which they get up for no matter what. Yeah. But you can't. But I'd go as far as saying the Cowboys are a team that could win it from outside the top four. Like, that's that's the kind of football they're playing at the moment, which we traditionally we have never seen before. Yeah, well, especially with that bye so late in the piece as well, that's going to really help them uh, if they do finish outside the top four. But I think the Cowboys, they're just playing with so much confidence at the minute. that The, the try that um, Drinkwater scored... Yeah. Um, where, where Townsend has used that deception. He was, he's almost stops completely and then moves again. That was sensational stuff. Their, their, their spine's really combining well together with Robson, uh, Drinkwater, um, and, a, and a couple of others in there as well. It, um, you know, Townsend, uh, Dearden's taking the line on. They're, they're a fearful team and they've hit form at the right time, the, 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 the Cowboys. And, you know, you look at who they've got left to play on 11 wins or you know they're battling it out for for a spot in the in the in the top 4 and uh, you know I'll, I'll be think oh, when we speak to top, they can make the top the, 4 yeah i, I think i mate, they're on 11, they're on 11 wins and the storm at the minute who take up that last position in the top 4 they're on 11 wins as well so they they're primed for it Gordy, i think do, do, and that that's what Todd Payton, that we'll speak to him later on, but I, I think I think that's what he'll be aiming for. See, I reckon with the Cowboys, I don't know how much petrol they got in the tank. Obviously, with the start, s- slow start, they probably pulled the whip a little bit early and they've had to crank their season up a little bit and, you know, have a few tough meetings and tough calls on players. And then how much petrol they got in their tank, you know, to keep on winning even. I just think, do we make the eight, save a few, save a few games, you know, rotate a few players, get them fresh because, you know, and then try to win outside the four. Try to do it that way. Try to yeah. win an extra game in the finals. You know, like win one extra game in the finals, then burning all your petrol up here now. I, I know what you're saying, Gordy, but they've got the, the, the buy-in two or three weeks' time and then they play yep. Penrith Panthers the last game of the season. Now, if Penrith keep going on the trajectory that they are, it's it's likely that Penrith will look to to rest players as well. They don't have so that. Have they don't they don't have a really um, advantageous uh, buy schedule. Penrith have used up all their buys already, or sorry, they've been given all their buys already. So, I I think Penrith will look to rest against the the, the Cowboys when they when they play them. So. Why will they rest, Gemma? I mean, I'm being serious. A lot of their players, they've rested them. They've rested them, given them weeks off after Origin. They've done for their third premiership in a row. They're going for a three-piece. They've played a lot of footy. It's about, and it's not about physically. It's well, just it depends mentally. where they sit. It's because just mentally getting in that dressing room, getting yourself up for battle, putting on your armour, like whatever armour you put on mentally to go out there and play. You just don't have to suit up that week. I don't necessarily agree with you, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to give you a theory why. Yep. Have you ever and done a do- three-peat? No, I haven't. Right. But I, I, I think the Warriors I think the Warriors finish on 40 points. 
So they will either finish first, second, or third. Now, if they finish second, they get a home final. Now, then you've got to say, well, do Brisbane finish first or do Penrith? So Penrith will not rest their players in the last round if it means potentially they have to go to New Zealand for week one of the semifinals, which is a big possibility. They are on they are on 28 points at the moment, the Warriors. They get a bye. They have fought, they've got the easiest run home. So they will end up 40. I don't think Penrith rests them if they go, hang on, we could be going to New Zealand in week one of the semifinals because no one wants that. Brisbane don't want it. No one wants it. This is unbelievable. It's taken 21 weeks. You've finally done some research for the show. <laughs> you finally <laughs> brought something. Timmy, where's my, we're sitting here. You're sitting with your mouth open catching flies. I'm dumbfounded that he's know, worked do, this do, out. Do, do, I don't know who he's been talking to. Yeah. Who told you that theory? Oh, I, I, bet must have been the, uh, Wayne, I, I bet you Wayne's told him what to say. Someone has told you that. Well, I have had a little yeah. bit of help from Chicka White this morning. I'll be honest with that. I did I did, I did. did go because with Chicka and bounce Webster was on their show No, yesterday. he wasn't. I had no... Sn- no, he, he, Listen, was, I, he was on the Saturday Sinbin or Scrum. Well, I didn't realise that. Great show. Ben Teo and Ryan Girdler, and, and they're all doing a great... Yeah, Tony Squire's doing a great job. But <laughs> I, I mean that. That's the thing to me. Yeah. Where, where the Warriors who are coming home, and we're going to talk about them later, where they fit into this is going to determine who rests players and who doesn't. And I... and. I don't think Penrith. Do. I don't think Penrith can afford to drop a game. Can you, can you refresh my memory? How the top eight finish? Like one, For, play, one place four, two place three, three, and one and two get a home semi first. So play they five, so six play seven. If the Warriors finish first yeah. or second, the first time they have to fly to Sydney, potentially, is the grand final. And that makes a whole different complexity. So, oh, good. yeah. So, I mean, no one wants that trip over the Tasman oh, in week oh, one. No, no oh, one well, wants it. The Sunday no, we, Sim no, no, we want it. Oh, we want it. Yes, and Get we will be a part of it. Out. But the problem is, we still haven't got one of our members here who hasn't turned up. It was ten minutes late. It's now gone to twenty. We're going to take a break. Come back. We're going to talk about the nights upsetting the storm. I'm going to also I'm going to, have to get, review my visa. Yeah, you should review my visa. Todd Payton not far Todd Payton not far away as well. This is a Sunday Sinbin on Triple M. Triple M Sunday Sinbin. Prosper Australia's number one online lender to small business. Triple M footy lives on Leicester. Ready or not? Triple M Sunday Sinbin. Prosper, Australia's number one online lender to small business. You can't stop what I got. Ready or not? Welcome back. Sunday Sinbin on Triple M. All thanks to Prosper. Prosper, make business happen with lending solutions to match your business needs. A big thank you to Prosper. Uh, so much to get through. Uh, not far away. Todd Payton would be joining us. I call BS is also there. Uh, we're also going to look at the Roosters um, back in the winner's circle, and they showed a lot yesterday against the Titans. James Graham's toughest player, and so much more to go on. The game calling this afternoon, Dan G'day, it'll be your caller. It's Penrith taking on the Bulldogs. Uh, that's live out at Penrith, so that, that will be there. James is there at the present moment. We're still waiting for James Hooper, who's decided not to turn up. Uh, we will unpack why that, and no doubt he will not be invoicing today. There will be, I'll be making sure that I'll be reporting to, to you and about that. Last night, if you tipped the Newcastle Knights, um, you're either a Knights fan or you know nothing about rugby league, but they were unbelievable. They defeated the Melbourne Storm 26 points to 18, and they do keep that jammer, that small finals hope alive. They mathematically can make it. I mean, a lot has to happen, but the best thing you can do is to beat the Melbourne Storm, and they did that last night. 
Hey, Dobbert, you just mentioned there, if you tip the Knights, you, uh, you're either a Knights fan and know nothing about rugby league. Are you in both categories there? Um, <laughs> no, I didn't tip them, mate. I tipped the Melbourne Storm. Uh, because no, I'm, I'm an I'm, expert. I'm, That's what they call <laughs> That's what they call my role. Um, <laughs> no, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Yes, no, they do. Self-praise is no praise. Well, I'm not praising myself. I'm saying that's what they, the you public. You yourself a nickname. The public, There's only one person you know, on Triple M that gives himself nicknames. That's you, Del. You called yourself the Raging no, Wendell, Bull. No, you called yourself that. Wendell's the one that calls himself. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about the Knights. Anyway, I don't want to get into a fashion. Look, when, when, the, when, the, when they went 12 uh, nil behind against the Storm, I think, like most, we, we were worried it was going to be a bit of a cricket score. Um, they've had a, a week or a couple of weeks where, you know, their the coach has been um, touted about as being under significant pressure, and, and they're right. You know, the, the talk about them going for Hasler and, you know, him ending up at the Titans would have been really, uh, you know, distract, a, 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 a distraction. And when they were 12 nil down, I thought that they were no hope. But... Um, look, they were made to work for some of those tries. I know they can. They scored three while Sims was in the, in in the Simbin. But yeah, they looked so silky yeah. w- w- with the ball. Like some some of those tries that they scored were, you know, absolutely world class, fantastic football to watch. And yeah, um, it's what is it? Something like first win in eleven against the the Melbourne Storm. It was yeah. fantastic hey, Gemma, for how, the night. How much do you reckon? Round seventeen, the press conference. Christian Welsh says, how does the Knights not ah, win that game? How does the Gordy, Knights not win that game? You reckon there's a ma- bit of motivation Gord- from the massive, Knights in there? Massive. Gordy, I, I didn't and even goes, think Penrith about that. And he goes, Penrith had no huge. one. Penrith had no one. <laughs> I'd forgotten <laughs> about that as well. Oh, my God. See, that's research, Dobbo. <laughs> but that has Gordy, to... That- Gordy, Gordy, you're 100% right. That that would have... You know, you know what? Sometimes... You know, that's all you need. You know how Craig give Bellamy you so just much, said it. Yeah, they, they give you so much more. information. They give you so much information, coaches. But sometimes all they need is one video clip. And I've been involved in some of those matches before, where you just you leave the video room. You're delighted that it's a short, sharp video. They just show you the one, and you go up feeling like ten feet tall. And we're just going to give it to these blokes. That's yes. that's probably a master stroke from from O'Brien. That if that is the case, and yeah, I think because you could be yeah, like there's certain things, mate. And like, I remember Wayne. Wayne doing it to us on certain occasions where we're playing and you know, we got a big game and they've won five in a row and, you know, they're going to cut up footage and what we've got to look out for. And he goes, hey, boys, no footage this week. And we're like, what? He goes, no, no, it's about you. You know that they're good. You know they're going to throw plays at you. You know that. It's about you. And I think that sort of when you hear Craig Bellamy in the press conference going, they just wanted it more. Simple. Yeah, that's it. And that's what he said. I will, wanna, say, mate, I will say this, though. I will say, if you're Adam O'Brien and Jabber and Gordy, you have to question the decision that you made in the off-season of making Caelan Ponga your six with the way he's playing. He was a he was an origin fullback. He was a, an elite fullback. You wanted to bring him closer. And then I know he wanted to do it. I understand, but, mate, as a coach, because with room – he is so much more dangerous with space, yeah. and uh, and he's showing that now. They have been a better team since they moved him back to fullback. They have been a completely different team. Yeah, definitely, Dobber. You, you you are right, and you've been right a couple of times today, which is a frightening thing. Um, but you know, when you're dealing with a guy like Caelan Pong, you, you've you've got to listen to him. And sometimes, you know, if he's got that d- desire to play at five eight, then 
you've and you think he's better at the at fullback, which he, which it, it, it seems clear, and there's plenty of evidence to suggest that he is. He needs to go through that and experience that as a as a footballer, rather than just dictating to him and telling him. Uh, will the Knights pay a price for that? Well, um, yeah, I think they I think they probably will. He's a, they're, they're a much better team with with him playing at the back. And it's an old scenario of weakening a position to strengthen another. Like, yeah. you know, instead of going and, you know, fishing for a 5-8, and they didn't really know how Tyson Gamble was going to go because most people thought he was a Queensland cupper. Like, at best, you know, like he would come yeah. in and play. You know, and fill in a role and play Hastings. off the bench. He and, yeah. fits with Hastings. It just Hastings, well, got, Hastings has been great. Yeah, they've got Will Price coming over from the, the, the UK next year as well. The, the, the young, um, he's a young 5'8 that does... Uh, that's played really well for, for Huddersfield over there. So, um, you know, I think he'll complement um, that spine really well as well. So, Is it Huddersfield or Uddersfield? Well, come and get your Uddersfield. Yeah, Huddersfield. Uh, just quickly, Craig Bellamy, he did speak post-press match. I just wanted everybody to listen to his comments because he was very disappointed. With all due respect, they just looked like they wanted more than us, you know. I'm not quite sure where our intensity was, you know, in the last half hour of the first half. But, um, yeah, it was disappointing. It's probably as disappointing, you know, 70 minutes that I can remember. But like I say, especially the, you know, the 20, 30 minutes in, in the first half, it was, you know, we lacked energy, we lacked enthusiasm, like we lacked communication. You know, this is not all the time, but, you know, just sometimes you wonder how important it is to them, you know. But, you know, we've got to sort of ask ourselves, is it, you know, how ruthless are we? Or how, how ruthless do we want to be? You know, do we want to do we want to be a good football team when, you know, we've got all the ball and it's easy going? Or do we want to be a good football team when in any situation? And we haven't been that this year. Gee whiz, it's pretty, pretty honest and brutal. So, I mean, you can't write the storm off. As you said to no. me earlier today, you never, ever write no. off the Melbourne storm. But They're always worth an each-way bet. Yeah. No they have got to be Parramatta. They have got to be Parramatta uh, next week. And they, they, they've got some. They've got a hard run home as well. They've got Brisbane. Um, and they, they're a top-eight side. It's just where, where they fit. Do they make the top four or do they fall out of it? Uh, that makes it difficult. They are a shadow of where they were the last couple of years, but I think regardless of that, yeah. Melbourne Storm know how to get done. It comes down to their big plays and, you know, on the big stage. They've still got Big Nelson. They've got, a, they've got a very effective forward pack that can get through and they hold their own. Like It's not as powerful and as and doesn't have the same amount of experience it did when it had the Bromwiches and the edge players, the Kafusi and that. It doesn't have that explosiveness, but they've still got Cam Munster. They've got some great outside backs that get the job done and they've got a good kicking game. They've got Harry Grant. So they've, they've still got enough tricks, you know, yeah, and that's to the sort thing. of grind out some tough, gritty wins. I, I, as I said, every time I think Melbourne Storm are gone... <laughs> yeah, write them off at your own peril. Yeah, they uh, come back to them. We're going to come back. Todd Payton, the Cowboys coach, he's going to join us next. This is the Sunday Sinbit on Triple M. We'll be back very shortly. Triple M Sunday Sinbit. Prosper, Australia's number one online lender to small business. <laughs> Triple M footy lives on Lister. Ready or not. Triple M's Sunday Sinbin. Prosper, Australia's number one online lender to small business. You can't stop what I got ready Sunday Sinbin on Triple M. All thanks to Prosper, James Graham, Gordon Tallis, Ben Dobbin, and old Mr. Run Late, James Hoopers, decide to roll in. 
Half an hour after the show started. Hello, Hoops. How are you, mate? Afternoon, Ben. Very good, thank you. Yeah, yeah, after your yeah. carve up. Well, I've spoken to you and I've already texted you and you and said, um, <laughs> please inform me if he doesn't turn up because we will not be giving him any money for this performance. So, well, in uh, the Fair Income Department, you and did call me uh, because there were a couple of Eastern Seabird issues. Oh, here uh, we go. We missed here the we bus, so we, we were running a little bit late. Yeah. And he did call and he said, look, uh, about this Vegas G up that Dobbo's going on about, he said, Gordy's on the plane, he's first class. Jammer's on the plane, he's first class. He said, you're probably on the plane. Uh, we're just working on a couple of things. In all likelihood, Hoops, you'll be in business. He said, and Dobbo, he's still very much got an asterisk next to his name. He's under consideration, probably a no, but if he does make the plane, he'll be down the back because tr- they need to cut some costs. And they need to balance it up. Well, that's not funny either, idiot. Um, J- we are, are going to need someone to back up in case someone goes MIA in uh, in Vegas, which is a high probability. So, Dobber, you can just be the backup. You just... You just sit and wait for one of us to mess up in Las Vegas. All right, okay, okay, all right. Stop, you three idiots, stop. Last night, uh, it was a great performance. It was a great performance from the Cowboys, and they are well and truly in this title race. Todd Payton, the Cowboys coach, joins us. Todd, thanks so much for being with us, mate. Congratulations on the win, and and, and a little bit of relief it looked like in the press conference. You, You guys have really started to hit some form. Yeah, I was pretty relieved with the way that the game was finishing. Um, yeah, you know, we finished with two on the bench and uh, spending a lot of energy defending with 12 men there for a period. So, yeah, the relief and, oh, I guess, um, yeah, just happy to get away with the win in the end. Mate, talk us through Val Holmes. Uh, Todd, it's good to hear. Talk us through Val Holmes. It looked like it was just a great shot. Um, mm. And I thought, <clears throat> you know, that it was more the whiplash Yep. Just from the shot, you know, and I don't think that it was a high shot at all. What was your opinion? No, I, yeah, I agree. I, I thought I said in the, my press conference that um, it wasn't forceful contact to the head. Um, those guys were moving at, at at a pretty fast speed, so if if it was forceful in any way in that collision, then Mitch would be in a fair bit of bother. Uh, he jumped straight up and contested the call straight away, um, and no HIA assessment. So that says to me that he's that he's fine and it wasn't forceful. I'm, I'm glad um, the judiciary uh, or the match review were able to see it in the same same line. Val's um, gotten off with uh, grade one charge, which is means to be right to play next week. Hey, mate, it's been an outstanding turnaround. Can you can you put your finger on? Obviously, uh, round twelve. Obviously, the Tigers. Round thirteen, uh, you lost to the Eels. Is there one thing you can put your finger on? Because you've had some big scalps, and I think you went Storm Panthers South um, I'm in a row, then the 74 nil against the Tigers. Yeah, um, look, I can't, I can't put it down to one thing. There's been a multitude of reasons um, contributing to the turnaround. Um, the first, what, 10 rounds, we had eight sing binnings. Um, we had several guys get suspended, um, a couple of those for long-term Um had some injuries. Uh, our ball control has gotten better over this last seven or eight weeks, which means you've got a lot of more energy to throw in your, your D. Um, and we've you know, come out of the origin period pretty strong as well. You know, a lot of confidence from those guys and the rest of the squad gained um, just watching their teammates do well. So, look, there's a lot of a lot of reasons which have contributed, but um, you know, we've had to expend a lot of a lot of energy. Uh, the players 
um, worked really, really hard to get to this point. And what happens moving forward is now in our own hands. Todd, congratulations. It's been a brilliant turnaround from that game against the West Tigers at Leichhardt Oval. As a coach, you haven't been in that situation previously where you've had that many points put on you. What are some of the key messages that you got into the playing group after that loss? Because you've got all your your big gun players back in, in brilliant form. Um, I took a little bit of responsibility with the team for that performance because I've just oh, felt there was some looseness. Red light camera. Sorry about that. <laughs> be careful, be <laughs> careful, Todd. <laughs> slow down. Yeah, I'll slow down. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just felt there's some looseness um, in the dressing sheds prior to the Tigers game, and I didn't say anything at the time. Uh, like we have a group here that play better when they're relaxed. Um, if we're too intense in the sheds, you know, we haven't performed at our best. So we have a sweet spot, and I felt that we weren't there that night, and I didn't say anything, which I kicked myself about. Um, but in saying that, um, you know, we've stripped our game right back to uh, our first and foremost um, focus point is winning the collision, whether you're defending or, or attacking. So, um, and we've gone back to just a bit of power and a bit of brute force rather than finesse and it's effective. Hey Todd, it's James Graham here. Congratulations on the on the victory last night. It was a uh, sensational to watch at times with drink water pulling all the strings and the, the combination with, with Townsend for that try was just was just sensational, I thought. But I, I looked at yesterday's game as a bit of a, a playoff for the for the top eight between the, the two teams. Um, you, you're all battling out there, but is the aim for for the top four? And, and if so, how do you get there? Uh, winning, Jimmy. Look, <laughs> yeah, um, it's really tight and contested. Um, we spoke about um, our ladder position this morning for the first time in a long time. Uh, we had a look at the ladder. In my opinion, I reckon the first three teams are probably locked away in which order they finish in. I'm not too sure, but from fourth through to um, eighth spot is, is really up for grabs and it's about winning. Um, and whatever happens, we don't have to rely on a result um, if we get our job done from week to week. So that's where our focus will be is about um, what we do and uh, making sure that we take all the external stuff out of our, out of you know, out of out of calculation. What, what, what is that? What is going to separate the Cowboys uh, from the rest of the competition and ensure you you don't have those performances that you you put in against the the, the Tigers earlier this year and the and you know the, there was a game down at Shark Park as well. Um, what, what's what's the key to to making sure it's more of what we saw last night? Yeah, it's our preparation. It's what we do through the week. Um, it's our consistent um, training output. Um, there's no doubt that we're going to have to be mindful of all the effort we've put in and be smart around some of our players, particularly those guys that have backed up week after week in uh, the origin period. Um, but, you know, whatever we do out in the pitch generally transfers into how we play and our players know and understand that, so um, we need to get our, our jobs done day after day so it can take care of itself on the weekend. How, um, Jeremiah and Anai, I, the injury, how's that, Todd, and is, is the rest of your squad fit? Um, so, Maya will get a scan tomorrow. He's in a sling. Uh, it's an AC joint. Um, he won't be playing next week. That's probably what I can 
confirmed. Yep. And then from what I understand, talking to our medical team, it becomes a functionality and a, and a pain management, I guess, um, moving forward. So first of all, he has to be able to be able to get his movement back in his shoulder and then how much pain he can tolerate getting through games. And she's a hard injury to hide. Um, yeah. And they're quite Is painful. It, so that, he's a, he's that's a just one of those... Yep. That, that's just one of those that you just needle up though, right, Todd? Like, the, you, you put the painkilling injection in it. It numbs the. It numbs that pain. You can go out and, and perform at your best. You just deal with it a couple of hours later. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, That's he's going to get a tough lesson in rugby league in the, in the next ten weeks. Like he's nineteen year old, or just turning twenty. I don't think he's really had no. um, a lot of challenges. <laughs> you know, in that part of his career so far. Um, but we're going to find a bit about him. Um, super talented. He's going to have to put up with a bit of pain um, at the back end of the year. Yeah, it's unreal. Hey, keep on winning, Todd. Great to give us some time today. We really appreciate it. And the Cowboys are really uh, up and about. And as we said, they're playing unbelievable brand of football at the moment. Uh, enjoy your Sunday, mate. Thank you so much for being with us. No worries. Thanks for having me. Good on you, Todd Payton. This is the Sunday Simbin. I call BS up next on Triple M. Triple M Sunday Simbin. Prosper, Australia's number one online lender to small business. Triple M footy lives on Leicester. Ready or not? Triple M Sunday Sidbin. Prosper, Australia's number one online lender to small business. You can't stop what I got. Ready or not? Welcome back to Sunday Sidbin. All thanks to Prosper. Make business happen with leading solutions to match your business needs. <laughs> James Graham, Gordon Tallis, James Lever, Ben Dobbin. It's now time for this. From the makers of The Earth is Flat and I'm Only Having One Beer comes I Call BS. I Call BS, all thanks to Ariat. Yeah, like their boots, Ariat Rebar Work Jeans won't let you down on the tough jobs. Check out the range of Rebar Work Jeans at ariat.com.au. Uh, Hoops has got his Ariat hat on. I know you're a big fan of Ariat, Gordon. I mean, thank you. And, well, I'm uh, a little James... bit disappointed. I went into the office in Sydney last week, and there's boxes of Ariat boots. Yes, there is. I thought I'd go over there because they're for the team, that I'd see my size there. No, yours are here, mate. You live in Queensland, so I've got yours for you. James and James live in Sydney, so they sent them down there for them. That's how it works. So where so are mine? Yours are here, mate. When you want them. We're going to do a swap. I told you that. <laughs> You're a G up. A swap. No, I'm not. Oh. No, I'm not. Everybody got boots. What, didn't you get yours? You got boots. Everybody got James. You got yours. James, you got yours. They're all at work. You know that's what happens, mate. Hang on. What's the swap? Oh, he knows we've got something else. We're doing a deal with something else. No, we're not. This is the first I've heard of it. <laughs> this is the first I've heard of it. I'll brief you shortly. Uh, let's get, <laughs> uh, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. You can start, and um, we've got somebody in Mate, our group. No, no. Well, listen, I it come across, obviously, um, the other day, you know, I love sitting back, and I'm working a little bit more now, so... I actually really enjoy Super Saturday. So I set up the fire. Yeah. So I normally just go between the fire yep. and that. And then my phone, because I do jump on social media and I do have Instagram, but there, something come across my feed and it's like a TikTok. And I'm not on TikTok, but someone in this team made 
Oh, he's, he's TikTok famous. So now I'm going to play the grab. Congratulations. James made his debut back. Well, not debut, but he's but back on he's back. Fox. He was on the panel and he is TikTok famous. Have a listen to this. But what he does, when you're at marker in the middle of the field, he keeps you honest at all times. If you clock off for half a second, he'll pull your pants down and then pull <laughs> through the back of you. He'll pull your pants down and come <laughs> through the back of you. Okay, all right. So, what, okay. so what's James, going on? Can you explain by pulling your pants, pants down, down and coming through, through the back, the back here what you actually mean. This is rugby league, mate. Seriously. Mate, no, no, no. No, because you come up with all these English names. Like, you're under the cosh. Yeah. All these different words that we don't use under the cosh. Super Saturday's a family show as well, and we've got James Graham saying they'll pull your pants down mate, and come through the back here. I had here. to send Billy to bed. Pull the Billy's up listening. So, Billy, go to bed. Right? It's, the sun's still up now. Yeah. Yeah, but James Graham's on TV. Me, yeah, and we can, he cannot be trusted. Yeah, well, uh, look, but, well I, I need to ne- ne- next time I'm in there. Hopefully, I'll I'll, I'll take my uh, Sunday Simbin hat off. <laughs> I just went with my, my went with my Sunday Simbin hat on. Yeah, you know, well, you, you've brought me, you've dragged me down to this level. I've been with, with you, Palookas, for it was very too good. Long. Oh, very good. Well, anyway, you're TikTok anyway, famous. I don't know how you get out of that one. I would like to, yeah, well done. It is a saying, right, within rugby league, oh, d- d- that player will yeah, pull your pants down. pull your pants down. That's yeah. about it. Yeah, but not coming through the back door. Yeah, yeah. Like, seriously. Seriously. <laughs> normally. I don't know what normally gets a full stop. <laughs> yeah, oh, mate, Harry Gant's so good it, if you start playing. He pulled his pants down. He pulled his pants down. It's industry Which means that you trip over yourself, right? Yeah. You're slow. You get caught in mud. Oh. The, yeah, and, and, and he's a, a great dummy halfway, Deegan, and that's what he does to you. And then he, you know, he puts players in behind you. <laughs> yeah, anyway, leave it there. Leave it there. He's, out, he's a little bit out of touch, our oh, mate, James. Oh, right. uh, oh. I, now, I, I'll tell you this now. I, I had a, a text message of a bloke. Oh, you wouldn't believe it. James has been doing some work for Canterbury. He's got more, he's got oh, more he's income he, streams he, than you've ever known in your life. So He and Cockney <coughs> just going through there. This week the he's up in Bundaberg. This week he's up in Bundaberg, right? And it just so happened a, a very dear friend of mine was happened to be up in Bundaberg. I had dinner with him on Thursday night at, at, at an, a steakhouse in Brisbane, and he said to me, mate, would you get on with James Graham? I said, oh, great bloke. He said, well, funny you should say that. He said, um, and this bloke has a, a leading steak restaurant. He, he's a very, very powerful sort of bloke in Brisbane. He said, I went up and said day to him. He said he was there with his daughter. He said, mate, he said hello and then just blew me off like I, I wasn't. And I'm like, I, I said, <laughs> no, are you serious? No, that's I said, Jimmy, mate, bro. he's better than that, surely. Absolutely I mean, he, he is. I said, surely you got that. And he said, no, mate, no. He's like, mate, no. And I'm like, well, Well, okay. my wife thinks James Graham's an utter gentleman. When we were at the she, did, club, she clearly didn't watch the panel. The she didn't watch the panel on Friday night. <laughs> no, no, I'll, I'll defend Jimmy here as a teammate, right? Because that's what we do. And I heard what Jimmy said off the top of the show, Dobbo. You couldn't wait to line up with your Ariats on and put the slipper in from a hundred meters away. Whereas Jimmy's rock solid. No, he's, he's stuck not with us. No, now, he, no you, this is he's right? not rock solid. Fancy this is what we've all got to learn. He's not rock solid. Listen, no, the, he's not. listen, listen, the Walrus, right? The Ipswich Walrus. Just listen, okay, right? Mate, Mate, fancy you, fancy you bagging blokes about having a thousand starts. Mate, you've had more starts than Maccabi Diva. 
Yeah, but I've got more wives and kids. I've got a lot to do. I've got a, I've got a lot of maintenance. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously you don't do it on yourself. Uh, <laughs> I'm only joking, no, Jammer. Well, You're very go. good in Bundaberg. You know they tell me you've been very good in Bundaberg. You know Seriously. What? I got a BS. I'm talking to my mate, Paddy Pooley. He's a North Queensland. Like, went to school together and all that. Played a bit of footy and he's a tragic Cowboys fan. But we're sitting there just talking, you know, just catching up because you don't have to catch, catch up. And Gutherson's the captain and all clubs are doing it now. But Gutho's the captain and other players are racing up, whinging with the referee. It's sort of crept back in now that every decision that, you know, everybody's allowed to go up and chirp. The captain's call come in for that for players just slowing down the play, and we're watching it now. I'd like to see that get back out of the game. So, like, the referee just play on really quick because the reason they go up to go up to the referee, we all know, waste time, give their, give their teammates, you know, 20, 30-odd seconds, get their breath back, get back into, you know, their slots where they defend. So, um I thought it was a really good point that he brought up. <laughs> <laughs> Righto. Okay. <laughs> This is going to be a little controversial, oh. and I'd like to call BS the on, the way, on the way Grounded. this is playing out around the RLPA contract negotiations, and I'm going to tell you why. This week, on Tuesday, Peter Volandis, who's back, said, right, we're going to put Andrew Abdo to the side, we're going to negotiate this, I want Clint Newton, you're not to... You, you can't come as well. We want to get negotiations underway, but Abdo steps to the side, Clint Newton steps to the side, we try and get it done. I, I understand I understand the theory behind it, but who's going to negotiate on behalf of the players then if Clint Newton's not there? Who else has got the intellectual property? Well, the property? players all know what they know. <clears throat> well, they don't, mate, and we said, we know that. Oh, so we've so, so so got other people at the RLPA. Yeah, oh, I don't they think they do, mate. Oh, 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 I don't think mate, you can tell anybody who can and can't negotiate. I love the fact that they're – so why is it – Why it's is taken it, him 20 months. Let's no, not get no, bogged down. No, I'm not getting bogged down in that, but I just don't understand why now the negotiations are going to happen. But Abdo, who's been the chief negotiator – and Clint Newton, who's been, they don't want them involved in it anymore. That's yeah, not how it works. No, it how they, they've had a thousand hours of meetings over 20 months. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so you can't tell why people are we wasting who the can... oxygen on yes, it, you right? Can. Yeah, they've had a thousand hours of meetings over 20 months. They've had two independent negotiators come in and try and resolve yes. it. They haven't been able to fix it, right? They don't want to fix it. It's keeping him so, out there. He's yeah. relevant. Well, I can tell you, it's getting uh, closer now. And also, Dobbo, also, Dobbo, how many I call BSs do you want? Yeah. Like, oh, you get one. You no, don't mate, get a I couple. I could call BS on all the players that we're not talking to you unless we're paid. And they all have their podcasts. They all come on Footy Talk. They all come on Fox Sports. They all do everything when they're paid. But we're making, mate, we're strong together. Don't worry about the young kids that can't put themselves on there. They get to earn. Yeah. I've had blokes yeah. ring Jesus me, Gordy, blowing up. I've had players ring me saying they don't understand it. You know, and I'm of not going to name. I'm not going to. No one. Does. They're private conversations. Clint doesn't understand but, it. Well, he, he come had, on our show and couldn't explain it to us. Yeah, he had half an and hour. Not to me, because I understand it. But explain it to everybody what he's actually asking for. Mm. Oh, anyway, well, anyway. I, I, I've got I've got an I call BS, and it and it goes to um, the, the the Friday night blockbuster between South Sydney and um, the Brisbane Broncos, Broncos. now. Just before Reese Walsh's try, Pat Carrigan runs a line and interferes with Cody Walker. In my opinion, uh, Reese Walsh rounds the fullback and goes under the point uh, under the sticks and, and does the backflip and all that. And w- whether or not that 
define the game. I don't know, but I thought thought it was it played a big part in in deciding the, it in was deciding reviewed. The game. It was reviewed. Right. You, but here's here's my eye called BS, Dobber. I hate simulation. I hate players faking it. Mm. But unfortunately, Cody Walker is not rewarded. In fact, he's punished for his integrity in staying up. Uh, I call BS on that because if Cody Walker, uh, when Carrigan comes past him, if he falls down and puts the theatrics on. Souths get the penalty, and there's no two ways about it. And the game changes. Reese Walsh doesn't get the try. Souths get a penalty. They attack the goal line of the Brisbane Broncos. Unfortunately, players aren't getting rewarded for their integrity. If he falls over, it's a penalty. And I, I hate seeing it, but unfortunately, I but think you know, what Jason, Dem- you know like, what Jason Dimitri will tell him? Well, didn't, no, he just you know Jason, didn't he just he didn't, release he, quick enough? He hit, he hit the outside shoulder. And unfortunately, you know what JD will be telling his players? From this week onwards, Dive. boys, forget it. Forget being in. Forget that integrity. You, you, you're in a situation like that. You fall over. I don't agree with you. I, I think you he made an effort. No, I don't agree with you. I think they looked at it and I, I, I said, and Cody Walker, it, it was a try every day of the week. Mm. It was a try. He made he made a defensive decision, Cody Walker, and when he realised he not got every, it wrong, not it, every day of the week. It was a try on Friday. It was I a try on Friday, but he made a defensive decision, and yes. then if you yes. see, he then went and yes. he tried and just missed Reese Walsh because he realised he got it wrong. So I don't know what we're talking about. You, you're, well, you're, are you attacking the bunker? It, well, I thought they got that decision wrong, and I think if Cody Walker falls over, Souths get a penalty. Oh. Mm. You know, we, we keep it up, yeah. Dobbo. He'll the, the, pull your pants down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll do me. This is Sunday, Sidman. Triple M Footy lives on listener replays, interviews, and the only place to catch every Triple M Footy call. Oh, wow! Sunday, so often the day after the night before, a day to lay low, relax, keep out of harm's way, but not here. Rugby League's biggest names get busy right now. Prosper, Australia's number one lender to small business. This is Triple M's Sunday Sinbin. Sunday Sinbin on Triple M, all thanks to Prosper making business happen with lending solutions to match your business needs. Gordon Tallis, James Graham, James Hooper. Uh, and Ben Dobbin with you ahead of the Bulldogs taking on the Panthers from Penrith Stadium. And so much going on there. Uh, the Panthers looking for a win. There are some players out. We will give you that a little later. And um, lots to get through in this hour. Now, can we just look at this now? The, the Warriors could be minor premiers potentially. They, they could actually be minor premiers in 2023, which no one gave them credit for. Um, I, um, I, I certainly didn't think we were going to see what they did, but they're on 28 points now. They they will finish on 40 points. I don't think they drop another game before the semifinals. Um, they're the real deal. Um, and God help any team that finishes uh, either third or second or fourth because they're going to New Zealand for a home semi, and that could be ugly hoops. Firstly, they don't want you on the bandwagon, okay? No. They don't want well, you, on the, they don't they don't want want you on the eastern seaboard either. <laughs> I'm on the bandwagon. They don't want you crunching on your numbers, bird. right? You, you put a pen through Parramatta about 10 weeks ago, then you had them back in the so top four. So did you. No, so yeah, did you. Yeah, and I stuck to it. 
right? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas you backflipped and rolled over and you had Things a change, the, mate. Yeah, Things change. I used to like before. you. I don't anymore. <laughs> anyway, um, no, go on. On a serious note, yeah, the Warriors, it's been an awesome performance this year. Uh, Andrew Webster, in all likelihood, should win the Dally M Coach of the Year, provided that they continue on the trajectory that they are currently on, um, win the majority of their remaining games. And as you just pointed out, they're a damn good chance of finishing right up the top of the ladder. So it's been a brilliant coaching performance. Jammer, do you think that they are the real deal uh, in all seriousness? Can they win the comp? Look, can they win the comp? It's going to be difficult. Their record against some of the, the top teams, it isn't great. If you if you look at some of their results th- this season, but what the, the Warriors have up their sleeve is that home ground advantage. If they can get yeah. top two and they can ride that wave in Auckland all the way to Sydney, they can they can get on a real roll there and that can be that can be the that can be the difference for the Warriors. We you know, we hear Webster speak about that connection to, to the, the culture and what it means to be a warrior. You know, they've got that internally and they've got the advantage that it's not just Auckland behind them, but it's the whole nation. And they, they're going to live and breathe. They're going to live and breathe that. They're going to be excited about that. That That's the, that's what's going to get them through in some of those big games. And it's, you know, you spoke one of the smartest thing, things you've said, um, probably not just all year, but your whole life, Dobbo, is <laughs> is that, you know, Penrith, Penrith, won't, Penrith won't rest players no, more well, in that last game to, to, to avoid the, the possibility of going to New Zealand. No team would fancy going there. It would be a real disruption to your finals campaign having to go over to, to Penrith to kick it off if you're finishing that top four. Well, well, have a look. So they got a bye. Yep. Then they got the Titans. Yeah, they'll win the that. Coast. They'll win that. Then they got the Tigers. They'll win that. And Waikato. Yep. Then they got Manly. They'll win that. Over there. Then they got the Dragons win that. over there. Then they got the Dolphins at Suncorp. They finish on 40 points. I think they finish on so 40 they, points. So potentially they can win all five and they've got to buy. So that makes them 40 points and that well, means they either finish first, second or third, um, depending well, well on where. Einstein, that's where they are. That, 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 could actually be a di- that, that could actually be a disadvantage going into finals, having such a soft run. But yeah. you know what? If if they can improve, right? So you say, like, this is the thing. Like, we caught them last week against the Sharks, right? They went with them on a level. You can only beat who you go. So if they can keep on working and building and if they can get a big scalp in the early couple of Well, they got Canberra. Finals. They, they Canberra's a big scalp. They got Canberra on, on Friday night. They went to Golden Point, Sean Johnson. And, mate, to be honest with you, like the Raiders that, shouldn't have got back in it. The Raiders shouldn't have got back in it. Like they, so they had them covered, didn't yeah. they? So, so look, I, and then listen to Webster on the Saturday scrum yesterday and saying that, what, they've averaged twenty over 20,000 for the last, say, five home games. Other than the All Blacks, it's the biggest ticket in town. You know what I mean? So, so like, they're super rugby or whatever. Like, like then this is yeah. the big ticket. So the whole country's behind them. So... Mate, the Warriors, all as I know is they're playing more consistent. They don't beat themselves. They used to beat themselves. They used to shoot themselves in the foot. They used to get their pants pulled down a lot, but they don't get their <laughs> pants pulled down <laughs> as much anymore. <laughs> and then the, <laughs> and then Warriors at their best always get this big wave of emotion and, you know, and support. And then 
once you get that, Jim, mate, Jamila, I've never had a whole country behind me the way their country will, yeah. will like, rise behind yeah, this the, footy the, side. The, the concern is uh, of the sort of top teams, you know, the, the, they haven't beaten the Storm, they haven't beaten the, pa- uh, the Panthers or the Broncos. They beat the Cowboys twice, but it was earlier on in the season when the Cowboys were, 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 were struggling in a sure. different team. That, that's the only concern I've got with the Do you think the they've improved since, since round the, five the war- to now? Do you think yeah. the Warriors today would beat themselves in round five? And yeah, eight? well, yeah, you're, you're right, Gordy. They're, 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 they're primed and... The, don't underestimate that that home ground advantage and, and and the narrative that they can tap into. Sean Johnson, honestly, what what a player, yeah. what, what, what a guy. The, the the way he's managed to approach this year, I'd love to know what it is. Whether he just realizes he's close to the end and he just thinks, well, I'm just going to go all out and just put in my best performances. His his contribution with and without the ball for the first time in his career. I'm seeing Sean Johnson on kick chase assignments. I'm seeing Sean Johnson, you know, cover tackle in the corner, which all the best number sevens do. We, you know, the 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 effect of. Um, Adam Reynolds at Brisbane Broncos. So that game on Friday night, which we're going to cover a little bit later, he was in behind every time Alex Johnson got round, round on an edge. He was sweeping in behind. But Sean Johnson's doing the same. It's those little effort areas which make a huge difference. What usually is a try conceded, Sean Johnson's there to make sure his team don't concede. Yeah, he's spot on, Jimmy. He's playing 11 out of 10 football at the moment, Sean Johnson. And it's interesting, over the course of the off-season uh, in, in the summer... There was talk that perhaps the Warriors might have been looking to to move him on, that they thought, okay, we think we've got as much as we can out of Sean Johnson. I don't know what's happened from that point. Clearly, it's been an example of damn good coaching from Andrew Webster. And it's not just Sean Johnson. If you look at the improvement across the board in individuals, you can go to Wade Egan, the hooker. You can go to Chance Nickel Clockstar, who was unwanted at the Raiders and, and was granted an early release. He was playing New South Wales Cup. Uh, in his final days at the Green Machine. Then you go to some of the young gun players like that, Jackson Ford. How did St. George Illawarra let him go? Like He's a local junior out of the Illawarra region. He is a star, and and he's gone there. He's been given game time. He's now an 80-minute back rower. He's one of the best line runners, and defensively, extremely extremely sound. And and you can just – you can continue on, like whether it's Adam Fanua Blake, who's one of the best front rowers in the competition, in terms of form this season. Um, it's just a credit to everybody at the Warriors, the way that the side is performing at the moment. Yeah, it certainly is. Um, this is Sunday Sinbin on Triple M. Triple M Sunday Sinbin. Prosper, Australia's number one online lender to small business. Triple M footy lives on Lister. Ready or not? Triple M Sunday Sinbin. Prosper, Australia's number one online lender to small business. You can't stop what I got. Ready or not? Yeah, welcome back to Sunday Sinbin. All thanks to Prosper on Triple M. James Graham, James Hooper, Gordon Tallis, Ben Dobbin with you. And the game that we'll be calling, Dan Ganane, will be your caller. The Panthers taking on the Bulldogs. Uh, that game not far away. There are some changes as well, um, if we can go through them just quickly, um, that 
they thought Kickow would be back hoops. He's not going to be back now. So Tavita will start. Um, it looks like that, that that's pretty big. So Tavita comes in on the edge as lo- as well as Jade Nockenbor. He he will wear the seventeen jersey. Um, and Samuel H- H- Hughes comes on there. There's also for um, the Panthers. Um, Scott Sorensen is obviously a part of it, but in the back line, Tyrone Peachy will be there. So they've had some changes as well. Um, they've, obviously, they've lost Tago. Uh, he's out as well. Yeah, big out for Penrith, Isaac Tungo, who's been in terrific form uh, in recent times. Uh, so Tyrone Peachy gets an opportunity. But the dogs are the big story here, Dobbo. Cameron Seraldo's taken an axe to the team that was... Uh, named on Tuesday. He's got Hayes Perham back at fullback. He's got Kyle Flanagan starting at hooker. He's got uh, Jake Avarillo going to halfback. Uh, and he's put Reed Marnie, who is one of the co-captains, on the bench. So wow. he's clearly not happy with uh, the way that the Bulldogs have been going. And, and let's not forget, too, it's going to be a hard trip for Cameron today, Cameron Seraldo, because uh, he's back out where he had so much success with the Panthers. Yeah, he, uh, he, you're dead right. And they are huge changes um, for the Bulldogs. Dan ain't calling uh, that. Tungawa is out of that Penrith side. Roosters yesterday over the Titans, 36 points to 18. And we saw a Roosters side that we've all been looking for for a, for a couple of months. Like, it was it was a really good performance. That first half especially, Gordy, um, they absolutely showed when they get it right, they really get it right. Yeah, they were good, weren't they? They... They got the Titans down their right-hand side defence. I think it's, you know, probably one of the worst in the competition, the Titans' right-side defence. And the Roosters went down there. I thought Lindsay Collins was absolutely fantastic. His combination with, with like, Jared, I thought they they controlled the middle of the ruck, especially with no Tino. I think the Roosters went right through the teeth of the Titans and then all their passes started to stick. They started to, you know, use the footy. And, uh, you know, my theory on Tedesco, he could have played like that last week as well. Yeah. Oh, so you think he? Do you think he should have played last week, Gordy? Yeah, mate, you're a million dollar player. But hang on, hang on, hang yeah. on. Hang on. It, it, you play. Trent Robinson said this week he, he, he didn't he, he didn't like the criticism. He didn't think it was warranted. That's Trent and Robinson. So you, you think like he should have played? Go, you think he should have played? Go work at Woolworths. Well, there's right, season shelves at night when there's no one there. <laughs> but if you're in rugby league, everybody's allowed to have an opinion. If you're a leader, right? If you're a leader of that club, you play. You're a mate. You're a million dollar player. You can get time off from training. Yeah, I'm with you. But Gordy. if I'm playing and Jimmy Graham's my front row and we're all back and back and he's played for England, I'm thinking, can't wait for him to walk back in buzzing to play. That's just players. The season was Robinson. The... I don't want to be rude. He's never played at any high level, and that's not criticising him. But when that player comes back and that player wants to come back, you don't make decisions like that for him. The season was on the line as well. And they went, Absolutely the reality is they went was. with Melbourne for, for 52 minutes. It was 6-4. And they were in the arm wrestle for, for long periods of that game. What's uh, that telling you, your sponsors? They're putting millions of dollars. What's that telling your fans? I was, at the, I was at the airport on Friday. There was Roosters fans flying up to the Gold Coast to spend the weekend on the Gold Coast to watch their team. What message is that doing that? He, uh, he doesn't really need to play. Maybe we don't know everything that's gone on. Maybe maybe the coach is protecting the player here. Come out and say it. Well, no, no, no. Don't say well. That's not his. He doesn't have to tell everybody that. He doesn't have to tell everybody that. What is he protecting him from? Because maybe he was. Maybe he just said, "Mate, I can't do it. I can't play." Maybe I'm just. He hasn't said that. Well, okay. So why didn't he play then, Hoops? 
There you go. That's the question. Yeah, well, I mean, if, if he was right to play, why didn't he play? Because clearly he wasn't. Otherwise, he would have played. I think the Roosters looked at all the scrutiny that was on the New South Wales origin campaign, and James Tedesco, as the captain of that side, wore a lot of the brunt of it. Uh, he was terrific in game three, but in games one and two, by his lofty standards, he was a fair way off. So I, I think all of that was factored in. Yep. But I still I know that there are people at the Roosters who, who weren't happy about it and were surprised that their captain didn't play. I, I, I'm... I'm I understand all of it. Like, I understand your best player, and he was highly criticised. His position was never really up for grab, let's be honest. But we were. it's unusual for James Tedesco not to be the best player, not to have an impact, not to change the result of a game. So we're judging him on the standards that he set himself. But I'm just going back to the Roosters, season on the line. You're getting paid. You're the highest paid player. You are our leader. You walk into the dressing room. No matter what happens, the coach goes, mate, I want you to have the week off. He goes, I'll have the week off training, thanks. Especially I'm, when you consider mate, well, to walk okay, out there for okay. the 80 Here's minutes. the other thing. Here's the other thing. I I'm going to give you an example. I am happy to go out there for the 80 minutes and get the blowtorch one more time, and I'll get five days away. Okay. And I'll clear my head. Pat Carrigan wanted to play last weekend for yeah. the Broncos. He rang up Kevy. He said, Kevy, I want to play. Kevy overruled him and said, you're not playing. Workload, everything situation. else. Would that have happened they're in a, they're if the season was on the line? Yeah, they're in a completely I, I, different situation. Who knows? But oh. the coach has obviously done it for a reason. Yeah. What, I mean, you guys, you, you come out. What did, the, what, did the rooster send you a hat? No. <laughs> I have no, absolutely no affiliation with the roosters, but I don't like the fact. Uh, clearly, James Tedesco it's my opinion, wanted to the have leader, the break. Why are they leaders? But, mate, that, Just tell me, answer that question. Why are they a leader? Because they've always because done they it. Because they lead. In, yes, in front of everyone. And he didn't. That's just my opinion. So is right? that more on and the coach or is it more on the player? It's both. The player just goes, I'm playing. I'm turning up and I'm playing. Well, it doesn't work like that, Gordy, because oh, sometimes okay. players want to play and coaches overrule them. So I, I, I don't know necessarily whether or not this is the case. Well, then Robinson. It's all on Robinson. So when they're seasoned and all their sponsors, right, so that's what you're saying. So it's solely his decision. I would say Nick Politis would have a little bit to say with it as well, wouldn't you? Wouldn't, no, well, wouldn't he you wouldn't. Not? Hang on. Uncle no. Nick runs that club, but he wouldn't have it. He doesn't pick the side. No, but wouldn't he have some input if that, this decision wasn't made on that week? So wouldn't there, there's obviously been some know, discussion. Scott, what are you telling us now? Well, clearly there, there's been some discussion. I, I just don't necessarily think. With your season on the line, it's all hands on deck. It's just, it's just simple. It's just sport. It's what's got to happen. We're talking about Nanai going to go to a place in the next 10 weeks and put his body through something that he's not going to be used to. He's going to have to get needle. He's going to play. He's got a collarbone. He's got no movement, and he's going to play through that. We, make, we talk about blokes playing through pain. We look at Kieran Foran that pretty much goes off you know, on crutches every week but gets himself mentally right to come out there and try to lead. That's what we're paid to do. That's why people love you. That's why you get paid the big bucks to go there and play footy. I'm just talking about the decision. It wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have happened if I was playing at the club. The good players play. Simple as that. When your season's on the line, it's all hands on deck. Or others, we go. Hey, sorry, fans. This season's done and dusted. It's over. Sorry, sorry, sponsors. Because you want to be finals time when we have the big audience. You're not going to get your sponsors there. Jammer, your thoughts. 
Yeah, look, I, I don't know the, the ins and outs of it, but <clears throat> I think it, it, given the situation, even perhaps if it was pre-planned, I, I think the, the Roosters sh- um, and James Tedesco should have should have played last week. I really do. And I understand that other teams had the luxury yes. to rest their origin players. That 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 is a that is a luxury. It Unfortunately, is. most other t- most t- like so Cherry Evans at Manly, I'm sure, you know, given his age and his contribution to the Origin series with Queensland, you know, if Manly were in a better position, would have been given the week off. But due to the yeah. circumstances of their season and it being on the line, it was you know, he, he he plays, and I know that James Tedesco has come under all sorts of scrutiny and the the, the emotional. This is not the, about the, James the, Tedesco yeah, either. Yeah, the, and it's it's the it's the it's the emotional, physical, and mental tax that this season and specifically the Origin period has had yeah. on him. You know, we get twenty the, weeks what, off. Yeah, we get like, twenty weeks off as players. Like and I, two I, things, I, mate. If you look <laughs> at the Cowboys, they flew their whole squad down early and stayed and took it as a cost of the club to win that game at Brookvale. And then their yeah. origin players, special treatment, you guys are all backing up. See, Cotter and all those guys. So, so I just think that so there's, there's something more that we don't know. I just th- Because everything you say makes sense. He wasn't well, I, th- I, th- I think if, So there there must is... be more to it than we know. That's well, all I think. I, he's, I think it's just a, he's had a massive workload these past couple of seasons. I think personally, if, if there are any international games at the end of the season that involve Australia... I think he would be advised to to sit that out because he, he looks like a, he's bearing the brunt of a couple of really tough seasons. You know, he was there um, in those in those seasons where the Roosters had horrific injury tolls, but still managed to compete each and every week. He was at the forefront of those efforts. I think he's been fatigued, and I think he needs a big rest. But I think that rest comes at the back end of the season with an extended time off. You know, eat into your preseason, and and that's the way you get it. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll, we'll see whether or not. Have you drawn the line through the Roosters hoops? Have you said that they cannot make the eight? Yeah, I don't think they can make the eight from where they are now. <clears throat> and to Gordy's point, I think if you look at the Roosters' record dating back to the start of 2020 against the Melbourne Storm, Penrith, and South, they've won four out of 24 games against those three opponents. So they desperately needed their skipper to play. Uh, and I must say I was surprised, yeah, that he didn't. And, and then also that he wasn't at the game and that he'd, he'd gone away up the coast. See, I don't yeah. mind the fact that he's completely removed from all responsibilities. Yes. yes. Like, I don't, I don't mind that. Like, I think if you're away, you're away. And, like, what's the point in giving him time off? If he's, if he's not going to play, there's no point in being at the stadium. stadium. But I think, I think you know, it, 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 I think I'm with, I'm with Gordy on this. But I think Patrick he, Carrigan flies to Belmore. He doesn't go away. You mean, so like, then this is this is just my point, right? And then we have had time off. I have been, I've gone down this road, right? Playing in the forwards, backing up, right? I'm not saying it's 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 a harder work toll, but there's more sports science. They're playing more games, right? If you need to freshen up, give him the three days off training. I'm sure Tedesco knows the game plan back to front. Yeah. Front to back, upside <laughs> down, sideways. And then he comes and plays 80 minutes, dr- drive in, mate, drive away. Don't worry about even coming to rehab. Go back to Byron, mate. And you know what? We can fly you in on Uncle Nick's chopper and we'll fly you out on Uncle Nick's chopper and go freshen yourself up. Do you think that we will Sorry, get Uncle to Uncle Nick, <clears throat> whether you don't have a chopper or not. Do you think we will get to the point um, where 
the Roosters do, depending on how the rest of the season pans out. Hoops, and you're probably the best to answer this, will we see the clean-out that's expected in some ways at the Roosters? In the, in, in, like in the, because well, what are you hearing, Dobbo? I'm not hearing anything. That's why I'm asking James Hooper. Um, you know, but the talk is that Rugby Australia would be willing to take um, Joseph Suwali early. So then, they will. Can so, they afford him? They can afford him. Oh, I, I just didn't know whether they had money in the bank so at they, the moment. So then you look at hoops. Okay, w- w- what happens with Sam Walker? I don't think Sam plays this year again. Does he have the operation? Like, where? Oh, I thought that if he doesn't play next week, he's out for the season. Is it? So yeah, like, he, he, he won't play. One. He won't play next week. He's and, not playing. And like, what? What is it? It's a sprained ACL or something. Is it or something like? That? Yeah, it, there's a bit more to it than that. And he's tried. They tried to get away without having the operation. Yeah, probably in hindsight. Right. They should have had the operation straight away. They could have moved on. He won't play this season. So, is, so is he is, for next year? Sorry? You mean like, is his knee not going to be 100% next year then? Well, it will be. Yeah, because right. either way, it'll time. be, either way, come come 2024, it's right. Now, yeah, right, now, now he's, he, he's a pivotal part of that side moving forward. But, Hoops, is there going to be change? Yeah, I think there will be. You touched on Joseph Sualia. I don't think. He'll be there. Uh, the Roosters have made no secret of the fact that they're extremely unhappy with his agent uh, and the way that the the negotiations were done with Rugby Australia and they were blindsided by that uh, and they're still fuming about it. So I think he'll go. And then I think they've got other blokes who are off contract. They're not massive names, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if um, some of those players aren't renewed. And then I think we'll see some other change as well. But what are we what are we thinking? Hoops? Because if they're going to make big change, it's going to mean that some players that are chewing up space in the salary cap. I know Joseph Swali, he is um, you know seven hundred thousand mm. uh, dollars reportedly. But I don't know that surely they can't be surprised by the fact that Rugby Union came after him. That's been. No, I don't think they were surprised. They were just angry oh, and pissed off angry, at the way yeah, that the, Isaac the Moses did the deal. Yeah, yeah. They weren't okay. happy. Well, they, they weren't happy with the way they felt. They were blindsided. They felt Joseph owed the Roosters a degree of loyalty, uh, and they weren't shown any. And now he's still at the club now. Uh, and I know there are people who yeah, are not that happy at the way that it all went down. Well, is it'll it, be is interesting. It, is it Tedesco and Kiri, the the two players that that are under pressure um, to to remain Roosters moving forward? Oh, I wouldn't have thought those two, Jimmy. Like they're they're very big names. Luke Kiry's off contract at the end of next season, anyway. Uh, he's got a lot of runs on the board. Was good again yesterday. Was good against the Melbourne Storm. Uh, he's doing everything he can to try and turn things around. No, they'll get Spencer Lenu. They get Dom Young. I wouldn't be surprised if they try and make another play for somebody else. As like a centre, who it you... is as uh, as of right here, right now. Uh, you know, there's. There's probably still some more change to occur on a variety of rosters because we often see that you know clubs try and horse trade over the course of the summer. So I think that there will be changes, no doubt. Uh, we're going to take a break. This is Sunday Simbin. The game that we're covering is the Panthers taking on the Bulldogs kickoff at 2 p.m. We'll take a break. Come back with more right here on Triple M. Triple M Sunday Simbin. Prosper, Australia's number one online lender to small business. Triple M footy lives on Lister. Ready or not? Triple M Sunday Sinbin. Prosper, Australia's number one online lender to small business. You can't stop what I got. Ready or not? 
Welcome back to Sunday Sinbin on Triple M. James Graham, James Hooper, Gordon Tallis, Ben Dobbin, all thanks to Prosper. Make your business happen with leading solutions to match your business needs. Thank you to Prosper, major sponsors of the Sunday Sinbin. It's now time for James Graham's Mitsubishi Triton Tuppers Player. Thanks to Mitsubishi Triton. Nothing can frighten a Triton. Jammer, who has it this week? Yeah, this week's Mitsubishi Triton's toughest player award goes to Zach Lomax of the Dragons. Uh, I thought he was absolutely sensational in the game against the Tigers. Many were calling Spoon Bowl. Uh, Zachy had 30 runs of the football for 224 metres, a try and a try assist. And I'd go as far to say that um, without him, the, the Dragons don't win. Yeah. And especially as well, just considering what he's been through this year, you know, dropped out of the team. Um, there was rumour and innuendo about whether or not he was going to be, be there, whether or not he's going to put in a, a release request. I, I don't know exactly where that was where that was going, but fundamentally on Thursday night, he got the game by the scruff of the neck and was by far and away the best player on the park. And I thought, um, yeah, it was really good to see his attitude considering what was at stake. Um, he, he really stood up and he went after everything. I think he almost doubled the runs of football from any of his Dragons teammates out there in the centre. Sometimes it's it's easy to, to get lost and, and not go looking for it, but he certainly did that. He was competing on every kick that went to the air. Um, you know, the flick pass, generally speaking, has been put away, but it, yep. when, he, when he needed it the most and, and when the time was right on last play, when you run the ball to the right-hand corner and you see your winger unmarked, you give it to him. That's the time to do it, not when you're coming out your own end. So it's not about putting away. It's about knowing when the time is right to do it because obviously when it, come, when it works and it comes off, you get results from it. Um, and yeah, th- there was a lot going on for Zach Lomax and I was really pleased to, to see him perform well and that the, the Dragons get the victory. Yeah, you're right. It was a good call. Um, obviously, it's going to be interesting. Reported today, Ben Hunt, uh, Shane Flanagan said he wants Ben Hunt to remain there. Um, there is some talk that Sullivan has been told he's free to, to go and have a look around if he wants to go. The Dragons are a team that obviously there's going to be a lot of movement and a lot of player transition either way, and we don't fully know where they land, but they will have improved under Shane well, I Flanagan. Think, I, I think um, they've it's reported that they've allowed um, Jay, uh, Sullivan yeah. to go to look for another club. Yeah. So yeah. he was the answer should Ben Hunt go, which sort of suggests that ben Hunt staying. they're going to dig their heels and, and Ben Hunt will be will be forced to stay. So yeah, well, that, 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 will be, that puts yeah. that to bed. It puts it to bed, doesn't it? If, if Sullivan's allowed to go and been told he can go, you put the Ben Hunt situation to bed. If he goes, if he goes, and if someone picks him up. Anyway, you're right, but you are right. Can we also just quickly touch on before, and this game is not far away, um, Penrith taking on the Bulldogs. Hoops, Manly, um, off the back of our conversation last Sunday, um, in their divine wisdom, decided to go out and, and, you know, throw out every, show every single player and who they were managed by to try and sort of somehow change the narrative that Isaac Moses had... He had too much input into the club at Manly, and and the devil was in the detail. You know, it was it was absolutely a slow news week where we were all talking about Penrith and and all the players coming back and South Sydney how they were getting everybody back, and somehow in their wisdom, Manly they decided to change the whole narrative and focus all the attention on themselves. 
Za Dobbo, you stirred them all up last Sunday oh, no, no, by highlighting it and uh, putting the blowtorch on them to a degree. And then, look, we've never seen it before. I don't think we'll ever see it again from another club. But it was a, a strange step. There were reports, you know, Anthony Seabold wasn't happy with um, the way that that conversation on the Sunday sin bin went last weekend. Why not? And, and as a result, hey? well, I don't know. because Well, Dob, I think you're picking on him. Well, hang on. We know the truth. Uh, look, I, I, and I qualify this by Why saying that Seabs, he's a good bloke, but, you know, the fact is there is a there is an Isaac Moses-Anthony Seabold connection there that we've seen prior to Manly. So when you see something that's happened once before and you've seen it play out the way it has... Are we not within our rights just to identify that no, there could be an we. issue? Don't throw we into well, this. Mate, okay, am I, not, am I not allowed to say that <laughs> yeah. there's potentially uh, 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 the same situation potentially could happen and highlight that? Yeah, you're I right, think, Dobbo. Look, I, they went... I think you're well within your rights, but just don't throw we in your fights, right? <laughs> right, because you've got there's a little no pop fight. Going, hey. There's no fight, Hoops. Right. There's no fight. There's semi-automatics over here. <laughs> Oh, hoopy doops. Well, the yeah. seagulls, the seagulls went into damage control, Gordy. It was bizarre oh, the way that they handled the the situation. And look, I've spoken to people at Manly. They're adamant that they actually yeah. did it to nip it in the butt, so that what if, did they? Yeah, well, yeah, that right. if there is any further trend that, that that's going that way, they want it on the record and they want to have eyes across everything. And so that's why they decided that they would publicly acknowledge it. But it's still a, a very strange play. It's and, such and a dangerous it's such a danger for clubs to start getting run by player managers. Absolutely. We've seen I mean, how it, it happen and then, and then now that I'm on 316 you hear it more because obviously you know you normally just go to work and come home and a bit like that cartoon when the dog and the sheep or whatever pass each other and they bundy on. That was it but what's happening at West Tigers? Seriously like at West Tigers and at, they can't get the power over your club. Because yep. they end up running it, and they end up pulling them all out at the same time. They, you know, they. It's just, it's wrong, and I feel sorry for Manly. They're getting yeah. this situation like I really do. They didn't sell them Mitchell Moses. They're not selling them the good ones. Well, well, it, it impacts so many of your decision making um, opportunities Absolutely. and in your roster management. It, it, if a player has so much control and so many levers that they can pull. Then it, then it impacts all decisions that you make at roster management level. So I, I, whether or not that is actually happening at, at Manly, I, I, I can't be sure, but it's something that a club, every football club, should be fully aware of, and they don't play those games. I said this no, no, the, previously the, where the strong clubs just yeah. say, no, uh, if you want to bargain and say, we'll take player X at your X amount of dollars, but we've also got to throw in Y as well. Strong clubs just go, good luck. Thank you. Try it somewhere else. This is where the players should stick in. And then you made a really good point. The players now, all of a sudden, in the last month, have become experts in a billion-dollar deal, but they don't look after their $100,000 deals and don't know that they're getting sold as a package deal because their manager just wants this much percentage of the salary cap at a club. Yeah. So he's just selling them as a package deal. Yeah, well, I mean, either way, um, Hoops, you wrote a good article. Just hang on. I just got a text, boys, and and we have got to go very shortly, but I just got a text from a mate of mine, Chris Mason, saying, hey, listen, um, what about Gordon at Avondale Golf Club this week thinking he was Tiger Woods getting around like Tiger Woods this week? I mean, (laughs) we're going to unpack that next week because, I mean, I have heard... (laughs) Hey, hey, Hey. no shit at the rod. Hang on. No shit. 
shout-outs to anybody, mate. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, I mean, there, I knew there was Ping, something mate. in it. He's from Ping. I, I oh, knew mate, there was dad, something in it. I a million dollars. Played, played rubbish. Get away. Uh, that, that's the Sunday, Sinbin. The game coming up is Penrith taking on the Bulldogs. We will be back very shortly with kickoff, not far away, on Triple M. Triple M footy lives on listener. Thanks to McDonald's and Ream Hot Water.